When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think it's says Justin Fields, Cam Newton, Super Bowl, MVP type. Yeah. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's Finest, and Chris Coulter, CB Coulter Boy. We got another great episode for you guys today. The, the clock is ticking down towards the NFL season. We're all hyped. Can't wait. This is going to be Chris's first season, you know, on the show with us. So, you know, we're going to have nice, nice chats all season. But this week, we are talking about the NFC North, Minnesota Vikings. Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. I can't even believe I just had to look down at my notes to look at those teams. I know the divisions like the back of my hand. Um, I'm actually starting to get the NBA divisions down too. But yeah, we'll be talking about those teams today. We'll also be talking about training camp headlines. There's a lot going on in training camp, a lot of injuries. Um, I believe KJ Hamler was actually diagnosed with a heart condition today. So, you know, first to him, hope everything's okay. I heard it's not too serious. It won't keep him out too long, but... Dude, that, the, that Broncos, the Broncos, the yeah, Broncos again, dude. Uh, Tim Patrick already... tore his Achilles. Prayers to him. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, wide receiver, tore his Achilles. Another uh, receiver, KJ Hamler, heart condition. Yeah, just uh, it's and then them and the Hackett stuff and yeah, we'll we'll talk a lot about some of the training camp headlines, dude. Um, Hackett got the hatchet. He got what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, Rogers, 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 like the, uh, like the mean girl who, uh, don't talk about my man like that. That's what he said. That's what he said to Sean Payne. But, uh, and then at the end, we're going to be blind ranking the new throwback jerseys by the teams that introduced them. I'm not going to include the Broncos and the Browns doing those white helmets. That's not a throwback. You're just, you couldn't think of anything else. I do like them. They're just not too creative. Uh, but nonetheless, we can start with summits, plummets, and Danny. I'll kick it off with a plummet. Uh, it is Elon Musk renaming Twitter to X. Didn't happen. Just like the 2011 finals, didn't happen. Nope. No recollection. That didn't happen. The 2022 finals didn't happen. And Twitter becoming X didn't happen. Just <laughs> L. What is he doing? It's, hor- it's just a horrible idea. Like Twitter, one Wait. of the most unique social media apps. Like everything about it, it like retweet and tweeting is like its own thing. Now it's just post repost. It's, it's just not smart. I can't believe there are people who actually think this dude is smart. I will say I do like the uh, shamelessly. I do like the uh, the little the new like icon. I think it looks cool. If it could still be Twitter, the logo, the logo is nice. But dude, do something else with it. Twitter, yeah. Twitter, <laughs> bro. He got rid of Larry. The bird's name was Larry. For Larry Bird, why would you do that? Elon hates Elon hates people. Got to be. Maybe he's Magneto. Who knows? Elon's against the Larry Bird top five all time agenda. I'm afraid. I can't believe this. <laughs> Yo, speaking of top five agenda, did y'all see Dr. Dre's top ten? You mean Dr. You said Dr. Dre. You mean Dr. J? Sorry, yo, yo, Dr. Dre. 
No, Dr. J had the worst top 10 all time I think I've ever seen in my life. It it makes sense. I, it the sense. only, mm-hmm. I think, reasonable names on that were what? Magic, Larry, MJ, Kareem. Bro I said, uh, like, bro, he said it? Tiny Archibald. What? Yeah. And here's the thing. These people take their opinions as like the gospel. And I, I can't, I can't stand it. Look, man. All right. Like today's players may be a little different. They actually, you know, play in like the most talented league. Like, I don't know, even them, like these players don't know ball. And I don't, <laughs> that sounds weird, but they don't like, they're not sitting down hours at a time. Like certain YouTubers are like, uh, Oh my God. Uh, Kenny Beachum, Cleek Productions. Balled, though. Yeah. He balled, but let's be real. I think Dr. J's was – I think it was valid for his time frame. Like I said, I think he just didn't and, – and the fact that – I think the part that makes it worse, he's been covering the NBA like as an analyst since 2004. So Dr. J should have more current people. But from, from where he came from, Dr. J played in the 70s. Like it does make sense to have all old players from his perspective. It should, it, you should have Kobe the was all-time the leading scorer. Kobe you should have the all-time leading scorer in your top ten. You should. Um, you should. But they have. Uh, that's great. So and you know them. what's the craziest thing? When that dropped, I was with my friend Isaiah and I'm with my brother, and I'm like, "No, it's crazy." Because I know y'all all remember LeBron. They asked LeBron who the top three players of all time. He put Dr. J in his top three. That is insane. But he didn't anyway because he loved Dr. J. But the love is not reciprocal around here. He uh, but that was all him. off of one plummet. Yep. Uh, about Twitter. I, hey, hey, I'll give my summit pretty easy. Uh, Eagles are bringing back the color green, the Kelly green jerseys as an alternate, which I like. I everyone, some people are like bring them back full time. Hey, I'm not with that, but like, hey, I'm cool with them as an alternate. I'm looking to get tickets to one of those games. They're playing the Bills and the Dolphins. Um, Dol- Dolphins game is the game to do it. Because what if they brought what if the Dolphins pulled out their throwback jerseys? Not the teal ones, because that would get too crazy, but like the a white throwback, you know, right. that could be nice. The Marino white, that'd be fire. See, like they, no, that is a jersey that you should bring back full time because it's not too like it's different. not too different. It's just the number font change yeah, and putting yeah. the helmet back on the dolphin, which should have never the, went away. I think the Eagles should actually wear this Kelly Green. More than two times, I think they should wear three or four. But nah, because you got to fit in. You got to fit in black twice as well. So that that's a must. You 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 wear black once against the Giants per year, and then once against someone else. The Giants, yes the the Giant. It's like tradition. We wear the black jerseys. We destroy the Giants, and <laughs> life goes on. <laughs> so yeah, so it's basically four weeks of alternate, and then from there you have what 12 weeks to split green and white combos of each i'm not gonna lie i'm not the biggest fan of the eagles white uniforms i like i like the all white and they did they actually did a, a white top black pants combo before that's nice that was fire because jay it was because jalen jalen wanted to do it so on it danny was talking to me earlier about a combo of like a kelly green helmet and a black jersey and maybe like altering like this like wherever it would be like midnight green will be kelly green which i'm not a fan of but like jalen can make that happen Look, anybody could come out there in any uniform because the Ravens came out there in yellow pants one time. You sure did. But, it, was, uh, it was so gross. That was horrible. But, Chris, did you want to give a summit or plummet before we make a second round of summits and plummets? Because I, I, I have a double plummet. Double I want plummet. Oh. I want everybody in the NFL who voted on that time 100 to be joy tested tonight. Tonight. I want to be joy tested tonight. <laughs> and if they still come back the same answers, send them somewhere else because they're literally losing their mind. There's no way. I don't care if Lamar Jackson played 30 minutes last year. He should be behind some people. Now that is me coming from a Ravens fan. Yes, I know that, but it's also just coming from a football fan. And I both, yeah, both me and Danny could sit here right now and be like, there aren't like thirty players better than Lamar Jackson. I'll say forty max. Forty. I I said there are five players better than Lamar Jackson, and that was me being like super, just like with everybody involved. And and I don't know. I mean, and I I think one thing is like when you get these lists from uh, players, like. You seem to just take it more realistic because they're in the game. They play with these players. But I don't know. This is the first time I really looked at the list and been like, I don't know. These dudes don't know ball. Like, usually I'd be like, oh, I get it. Or like, like even Dr. J thing. Like, I was like, all right, I, just, I see where he's coming from. I didn't see this. Like, a, you know, former MVP, he don't, like, he, he didn't, like, 
tear his ACL, God forbid, but like he just was hurt some games. I mean, he had a big injury, but I mean, come on, bro. that that low is crazy to me. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo, all I gotta say, I'm the MVP, and you're talking about practice, literally, bro. Literally. Here's the thing, and here's the thing: Dak Prescott got, I think, put ten spots higher than him, or so. All right, and and if you could say, oh, because Lamar missed time, him and Dak missed the same amount of games. Not only that, not only that, the Cowboys went four and one in that span. The Ravens did not win a game after that. I think they might have won one. The last two years, they legit spiraled downhill completely without Lamar. He is that team. In terms of most valuable player, no one is more valuable to their team than Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, in, in my opinion. Um, but you said we'll talk about this yeah, more next week. But I think yeah, the Steelers yeah, and a lot of people think the Steelers, it's going to be the Ravens and the Bengals that are duke it out for the division. I think it's the Steelers and the Ravens. I think the Bengals regress this year, dude. I don't think that team's defense is what it really used to be. It doesn't matter. They have arguably the best wide receiver. No, okay. We'll, we'll get back to it next week. We need to get through. Uh, I, I need to get a plummet. Chris had double plummet, and then you still need a summit. So, Danny, give a summit real quick. I guess my summit is tomorrow is the MLB trade deadline, and we know the Phillies have the most uh, aggressive GM in history of the trade deadline. Stop talking. Don't say nothing. You're going to get my boy traded. Who? This is what Danny sent us. Speaking of bad uniforms, we got the mustard. Color rush. That's bad. Who saw them and were like, that's a jersey? (laughs) Blake Bortles. That's probably who. I know Jalen Ramsey didn't approve of that. (laughs) Uh, But my say my plummet is the Phillies losing the poop series. That's very. Oh my God, the poop series. Chris, you know what the poop series is? All off bad pitching. So basically, here's how it is. So it's the Phillies logo is a P, and the Pirates logo is a P, and the way the Philly mm. scoreboard is, the score's zero. in the middle. So every zero, first zero. inning, it's P zero zero P. So just poop, the poop series. <laughs> and <laughs> quite frankly, and quite frank, here's the thing: game two, Nola gives up like six runs, and we can't make it all the way back. Th- and then yesterday's game, Sanchez, who was pitching phenomenally, dude, he, both he, Danny he threw and up, I. He threw a five inning no hitter, and they just pulled him out. They said, No, well, dude, it's insane. It is, oh my god. And I, I don't even want to start on like just I will never understand why Bryson Stock gets rest days. The dude, how old is he, Danny? 25. 25. The dude is 25. He doesn't need rest days. Why? Why do we have load management in baseball? <laughs> I know it's a lot of travel and stuff. I'm like half joking or whatever, but yeah. So, Chris, give us that last plummet, or if you change your mind to a summit. You know, but yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what was my other plummet? Uh, I think it was. Oh, the fact that I had just really realized that Kelly Oubre isn't signed either, and I know this is weird because we're talking about football, but it's a plummet because I think it's like three or four teams that could really use them. I think the Mavs, Heat, Lakers, and Celtics could really use them as another Sixers. Sixers. I mean, could I mean, use them. Yeah, take the Lakers out. I meant the Celtics, Danny. You're right. Celtics, Heat. Uh, Celtics, Heat, Sixers, and uh, Mash really use them. And I'm, it's weird he hasn't signed yet. I've been hearing that because he's waiting to see uh, like the Dame, the Dame news. But either way, like Danny said, that's, I can't believe I messed it up. I think Kelly Oubre should be a Sixer already, and I don't know if they're waiting. No, I think he's a perfect wing over there, or a Boston Celtic. That's fine. Wait, talk about what does Damian Lillard got to do with him? Does he think like, oh, if I, oh, Dame getting traded to Miami? Oh yeah, I'm going to Miami. I'm Christian Wood. I'm like, trying to do that. I, I don't know. That's why I hope Damian yeah, trades. He is plotting. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna he, move he on chase. to ring chasing for real. Ring chasing. That's so nasty. But yeah, we're gonna move on to um. The Minnesota Vikings, they're going to be the first team we talk about. Their over-under line is eight and a half wins. Uh, notable losses, Dalvin Cook. You know, they released them. It's a loss, but, like, they did it, it for a reason. They have do yet, like Danny said, you can look at all, like, the basic numbers and realize that Dalvin Cook, he is still a top, I'll say top of the, top half of the league back. You can argue top ten. I'm not, I'm not going to argue top ten running backs with you, but – um, I don't know. I and yo, that defense is is gonna be horrendous. 
But here is where I think people aren't giving them enough credit. They have the second best player in the NFL, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I I do heavily favor offensive players a little bit. But I think, first of all, Kirk Cousins is a top 15 quarterback. Um, And he does get... What did you you watch? Quarterback and assume he's... I'm kidding. (laughs) Hey, hey, man. If you don't have me a top 15, I really wouldn't be mad at you because he, he does not do well under pressure uh, in terms of like prime time, which I, I don't, I think that that's not obviously accurate. It's not like he just simply gets worse. I mean, on prime time, you just play really good teams, but, um, but eight and a half wins court Kirk, Kirk is good enough of a quarterback to win you nine games, or I'll even say seven, I'll low ball it, say seven. And then you give him the best wide receiver in the league. I'm going to take the over for the Minnesota Vikings. I think they'll get at least nine wins. I think they'll probably flirt around 10, 11 wins personally. Uh, But I'm going to swing it to Danny first. Just tell me, like, expectations for this Vikings team. Or just win-wise, because they're not winning a Super Bowl with that defense. No shot. So, Danny, what are your thoughts? I think the Vikings are like the uh, Atlanta Falcons on steroids. Their defense is a little bit better. Their offense is better and more put together. Yeah. But like and mainly the quarterback spot. And mainly the quarterback spot, but like you can't tell me Kyle Pitts in London couldn't be what they're not going to they're not going to be the number best receiver in the league. Well, Pitts can be better than Hawkinson by the end of the year. I can proud like I I honestly might stand on that, but uh, I think the bevy of weapons kind of makes up for not having uh, statistically the best 24-year-old receiver ever. Uh, yeah, I get like, where you're coming from, though. I get where you're coming from. This team, if you put it together, I think they win nine games. Their defense isn't good enough to get them too far in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, the Eagles are going to beat them like 40 to nothing. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. What Darius Slay did to, did the Jettas last year was criminal. Cr- I can't believe. Like, I'm still so in disbelief about that because Slay, like, I, I everyone, I'm a big fan of Slay. I still think he is one of the five best corners in football, which is probably a biased take at this point in his career. But it was just like I was like I watched him clamp this dude up. One thing I want to say actually, shout out Danny. We ranked the top 10 receivers going into next year, except we did it last summer. He put Jefferson at one. I put Jefferson at two. I put Adams at one, which you can, I don't think you can really make an argument for Adams at this point. I still think he's like th- third, maybe third or fourth. Uh, Cause I got Hill and Jettas at one and two, but I, I believe I put Jettas at, I, I believe I put Hill at, at three. I think you went Jettas, Adams, Hill. Yeah. We had the same yeah. top three or, I might have put Hill at like four. I, yeah, I, you I think have, we have. I you might have put. Cup I think there. we put. We put Cup. I think <laughs> I put Cup at three, which I don't blame you. All those guys look. All those guys, bro. If you tell them, if you think they're the best receiver in the league, I won't argue. I just personally think it's Jettas. Like, no, he's not the best route runner of those guys. He don't got the best hands of those guys, and he don't. You know, he's not the fastest of those guys, but it really doesn't matter because he might be second best at all of those. Yeah. He's probably the second best route runner, second best hands. He's got good speed. He's a good deep threat. He can move after the catch. Where it really sold it for me was that game against Buffalo last year. He single-handedly, literally, won that game for them. Like It's like you're watching Michael Jordan in the clutch. And he's going down, pull up elbow, mid-range, bang. They get the stop. The ball, there is no play. There's no draw up. You just you go right back to him. He makes him another, he drives down the lane, dunks it with the right hand. And that's just what Justin Jefferson has been doing for them all year. He's such a catalyst for that offense. It's big play after big play was one of the only reasons they were in that wild card game against the Giants. Um, me personally, I have them over. Uh, eight and a half wins. Chris, I wanted to ask you, uh, honestly, a, a numbers game, really. So, like we said, this could potentially be the worst defense in the league. But like Danny said, this offense can be prolific. It can be very good. 
do you have any like NBA like all it can be an all-time team like any NBA any year team that you can compare this to because I kind of have one in mind well it's a current team but yeah go ahead this is sounds what do you mean I, I got one for you. I got one for you. Here it is. And when I stay, I'm like, maybe. So I do got him going over eight and a half wins. And Danny, you're right. It's because I watch quarterback, and now I think Kirk Cousins is a top three quarterback in NFL. Jake Evans. <laughs> I do like. I do like Kirk Cousins now as a person. He seems like a cool guy, honestly. And he shops at Target. I mean, all people do. That's cool. So that's I like Kirk Cousins. I hope they get over nine wins. And that's, and honestly, like I said, with Justin Jefferson, at the end of the day, bro, you can you're gonna get at least seven wins. So. I'll pick them to get nine. But the offense I compare them to, and this is this is why I say the run TMC Warriors. And the reason I say it is because it's three, three players that mainly made the team, right? You have Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway. You have Justin Jefferson, who's your star. And you and in that point in time, you can make it Chris Mullen. He's the guy that the engine, he's the engine still. You still have to have the person that gets him the ball, Kirk Cousins, Tim Hardaway. That's your thing. Now, they both did it different. Tim Hardaway's way more flashy. He had a crossover thing, but he got the ball to him when he needed it. And the last, being Mitch Richmond, I put Adam Thielen in that spot. Not Adam Thielen, I'm sorry. Uh, Hawkinson in that spot. Because Hawkinson can be very special, and I think he can be very dangerous, but he's also, like, the most forgotten about in that three-man offense mm-hmm. as wide receiver type quarterback. So that's very good for them. And, and that's my comparison because I think they scored a lot of points, but their defense wasn't great. That's why it didn't really go far. Now, of course, you know, in the NFL, you want to play one side of the ball. But the same thing happens. Like, you can put up as many points as you want, but if you don't get enough stops, you don't win. So I think that would be my comparison just because I see them being like a three-headed monster in the in the sense I think Hawkinson takes a lot of the pressure off Cousins being that release and not having Dalvin Cook anymore. I think Madison's, Madison's good. I think he's pretty good. I don't know if he's Dalvin Cook good, but I think he's be solid. But I think that can be like a little three-headed monster right there. Yeah, don't sleep on Jordan Addison coming out of the slot, assuming nothing goes wrong with that. Um, He had like a uh, a speeding ticket or it was something like that, but he wasn't intoxicated. He was trying to get his dog to the vet, which m- me and Danny can tell you right now, more than justifiable uh, to go yeah. 120 and a 50. Uh, and, and this is the thing. All y'all. day, all this day the, over the dog. This is the thing about that. He was going 120 miles an hour because he had a car that can do that. Any regular person who had a dog, they would probably have been doing 80 or 90. They'd been doing over the speed limit. So I think it's like exactly. one of those things we have to treat it as more of like a not what type of car he's in, what was he trying to do. Yeah, yeah, he gets a little bit of trouble, but you shouldn't spend him that crazy. Yeah, no, I don't think he harmed anyone. And, you know, he wasn't under the influence, which is the most important part. He was just speeding, uh, which is just speeding, still bad, but. I trust me. I get it. I really do. Uh, but Danny, did you have Danny? Did you have over or under eight and a half wins? Just so I can mark it down. I said it in our segment. I said I got him getting nine. Yeah, nine. Oh yes. All right. So we all have him slightly going over, which is pretty awesome. But we're going to move on to the Detroit Lions, who are one of the most hyped teams in the NFL coming this year. No, ever? Actually- not, not in the NFL ever. This is the they most- are. Dude, this team was doo-doo buns. They didn't make the playoffs for like 10 straight years. And they're gonna people are like, this team is winning the Super Bowl. No, what the, the Jets are what people think the Lions are. Be realistic. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. I like that. And because you're in the same boat as I am. Something we need to talk about with the Lions is they are like they like. We do this all the time. A team will end the year smoking hot, unbelievably hot, and then they just can't get it done because Dude, the Steelers the won half of the year. They were horrible. The Steelers won seven out of the last nine, and they lost 37-30 to the Bengals and lost 16-14 to the Ravens. They literally didn't lose other than like two quarters of football. Yeah, and, and, and I'm, not, where's the, I'm not predicting where's the Steelers. Where's the Steelers hype? Where's where where's the Steelers type? Nowhere. Yes, because why I don't understand why NFL fans we pick and choose what half of the year do we hype up? Do we hype up the Lions last nine or so games? But for the Steelers, we're only going to focus on whatever happened before that bye week. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. And here's another we, thing: we happened also. We happened to talk about the schedule. They played the Chiefs. They played. 
the Bills, they played the Eagles, they played the Dolphins, they played top teams in the NFL and were losing close games. If that yeah. if, if that flips the switch a little bit, yeah, talk that about do- that Dolphins game. Not only should y'all have won, but that was Kenny Pickett's worst game ever. Like, yeah, that that nah. that was a game that made me question whether he could actually be an NFL quarterback. But obviously, over you know, I'm just overreacting. But but back um, to back to the Lions, yeah. I do believe this is a good team. I do believe they will yes. hit over nine and a half wins. I'm just skeptical of th- them people saying they're going to win 13 games. I don't <sighs> think they're a 13 win 13 win team. I don't think they're a 12 win team. I think they're a 10 no. to 11 win team. And especially in this division, in this division, dude, they might be able to win, go four and two in their division. They could. Like, they, they could go four and two. They could go two and four. You never know, they, dude. They, yeah. they I, could easily they they could easily split with every team. They I think they could also maybe get split. They they could get split by the Vikings. That game is going to be an absolute bloodbath because nobody can guard each other. So, um, yeah, I per I have. I actually have under. I still think with mediocre quarterback play comes mediocre results. See, Q wins aren't a quarterback stat. However, QBs a lot of the times have the most influence on a win or loss. Um, Jared Goff is – people love his numbers. People love Jared Goff's numbers because he's got more yards than – Josh Allen, and he'll have more touchdowns than Joe Burrow, and he'll have more a higher completion percentage than Jalen Hurts. Look me dead in the eyes and say you'd have him over any of those guys as your starting quarterback. They'll be like, no, but look, he's severely underrated. That's what happens when you get down by 30. You have to throw the ball a million times to get back in the game. And not only that, he can't make a throw on the run. He cannot make a throw with his feet offset. And that is going to be a problem. And that's why I thought the disrespect for C.J. Stroud, people were like, oh, he's just Jared Goff. Insane. C.J. Stroud is an athlete and can make throw darts on the run. Me and Danny watched it in the national title game. He's hitting Marvin Harrison Jr. back of the end zone on the run off one foot. That, that's, that was so disrespectful to Stroud because Goff is a legit statue. He can't move. And on top of all that, He's a good man, statue, he, though. Man, he, he's he, very he's very good at being a statue. He, he's solid at he's. I think he's got good pocket presence. He don't his he's got a good mind. He don't got the good physicals to to back up being an elite quarterback or a top ten quarterback for that matter. Uh, he's a back half of the season merchant and uh, a high attempts merchant. I'm afraid. I'll but, tell you this: um, people forget there's a guy named Jameis Winston. He once threw thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions in a season. He's part. He's in the five K club. <laughs> he's in the five K club as well because yep, 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 yep. once you start throwing these, get down. Once your defense sucks and you get down by a lot of points, you gotta throw the ball. Yeah, like, and that's what happens, dude. Jared Goff is like average over three point eight yards every year of his career because his team's just the nature of the team. They they're not that good. So I wanted to ask Chris, because I'm pretty sure his sleeper QB are I can't remember which one, but I remember we talked about it during uh our like you know NFL draft time. Do you think at any Chris, do you think at any point we'll see Hendon Hooker jogging out there in place of Jared Goff or just starting a game over Jared Goff for any reason? I 100 percent hope so. And this is why. Jared Goff is so mid to me. He's so, 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 so mid to me. I do not I agree. I agree. I I think he benefits from being on bad teams as far as bad defenses go to where – but basically what you all said, so I'm not going to repeat. But I don't think Jared Goff is good. I don't think they're going to win 10 games because I don't think – quarterbacks matter. I I really do. You have to be able to get the ball to your weapons, and if he can't move on the run, they start blitzing. It's going to be trouble. And like I said, this could be coming from a place that I don't think Jared Goff is a good quarterback. And being a Chicago kid, you always hate the Lions. And also on top of that, with them having two generational talents, the Lions don't deserve good things. For them to have Barry Sanders and not do nothing. And for them to have Calvin Johnson and not do nothing, they don't deserve good things. So they're not going to win 10 games just off that alone. But I personally hope Hanoka does get some get some play time this year. I mean, because I, I don't think Jared Goff is your, your for-the-future quarterback. That's just my own personal opinion. So I think you would want to try to find someone who can make plays. They're, they're putting weapons around in that, that Lions offense. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say. They are building and getting a lot of weapons. So I think that's great. I think I said this last week. Can't, can't remember which team, but 
if you're going to put weapons around, you got to have somebody to give them the ball. And the more dynamic your quarterback is with dynamic weapons, the more special you can be. So it can offset a defense not being as good, or it can offset a bad game by a defense because you have a, you can get the ball to your weapons when you need to. So. One thing I will say is I think they like high key, low key nailed the draft. It just didn't draft in the right order. So it was weird. Like they took Gibbs at 14 and then took Jack Lambert later in the round. But then in on day two, they took like what could have Campbell, been Campbell, Campbell, back Zach Campbell. What did I say? Jack Lambert. That's a Steelers Hall of Fame linebacker. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Lambert. Jack Campbell. Apologies. Um, but yeah, well, I was like, and then on day two, they ended up drafting guys who, um, you know, you could argue could have went early, early day, early round two, late round one. Um, but without further ado, we are going to move on to the Green Bay Packers. So the Packers, uh, y'all can do all that stinking stuff for y'all, but I'm gonna go on this little spill. Um, which Danny can back me up on this. Them and the Bears are so similar, in my opinion, because so I have both of them as question marks on my paper on who's going to be over, who's going to be under, because they're both seven and a half wins. It's kind of just how are these quarterbacks going to break out? Is Justin Fields going to like take an elite jump? Like, like, top 10-ish quarterback jump or is he going to take like that first Hurch jump we're like okay we're seeing improvements as a passer while still being like and Jordan Love we'll talk about Jordan Love because we're talking about the Packers dude if he has no if her if Fields is half of what Hurts is as a passer that dude is a borderline MVP candidate no he's not anyway um Back to Jordan Love. Jordan Love has such limited game rep that what you're going off of last year would make you think, oh, yeah, this dude could be a pro bowler. Like, he's really good. It's it's just hard to tell. Like, I know Christian Watson finished the year very well. You obviously still have, you know, A.J. Dillon. You have Aaron Jones, which I'm a big fan of Aaron Jones, like huge fan of Aaron Jones. I think he's severely underrated. Um, And then, you, of course, you have – you have dubs, and then you have um, – They drafted like three I'm, tight I'm ends. Just blanking. Yeah, that uh, Musgrave, I think, has been getting the starting reps, right? Yeah, they drafted a bunch of tight ends, and then they draft – they did draft a receiver, didn't they? Blanking on – I have no – hold up. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Packers, rookies. I say yeah because they drafted Luke Musgrave, they drafted Tucker Craft, who I actually like was a fan of both. Jaden Jaden Reed. Yeah, I like Jaden Reed. I like him a lot actually. So I think the three young bucks at receivers with a young quarterback. Um, I don't know seven and a half. I'll go ever so slightly under. I think they'll get like six or seven wins, which is fine. You really just need to see the progression of Jordan Love, which Danny saw it live. I saw it on TV. Uh, he looked pretty solid against the Eagles defense, which a lot of quarterbacks do. But, uh, no, nah, he he played extremely well. He looked poised. He looked a lot better than he did the last year when he had to go play in Arrowhead. Poor kid. Um, but I'm going to move it on to Chris. Um, what – because I, I asked you the same question – last week about Bryce Young, what is a successful season for Jordan Love? Because he's not a rookie. Like, he is in his fourth year, and then he is the player, not the player option, the team option that was picked up. What? Because this isn't like a do-or-die year, but he's also, like, not a rookie. Just, what What would be a successful season for Jordan Love in terms of wins and just in terms of – uh, like, what level of quarterback do you expect him to be? Um, I think a successful season is hitting the over, getting eight wins. I think that's successful. Um, and the reason I say that is because he's not a rookie. It's not like it's your first time trying him out. I mean, I, I, of course, he hasn't had the, the playing time that he should over by the time year four is because Aaron Rodgers is there. But at the same time, it's like 
you expect more from them. You expect them to have learned under Aaron Rodgers. You expect them to have learned the offense. You expect them to learn everything. So it's kind of like, they're not put up and shut up, nothing like that, but it's like, we want to see what we have in you. So I think they're going to put him in a lot of difficult spots. I think he's going to have to make some plays to just show that he may be the guy moving forward because they've had him for so long. They think they have some type of faith in him. So I think that is. So I think success is kind of skewed. Um, I think just getting wins, no matter how he gets, whether it's his feet, whether it's his arm, whatever it is, I think just getting wins, I think it's going to be important because at the end of the day, like you said, they have some some weapons. Uh, I like Aaron Jones a lot, too. I like A.J. Dillon a lot as well. So I think it can be a quick uh, dig um, dump down guy with screens, stuff like that. So I think they can ease him into being like the full time starter, but I think getting wins is just going to be what what it is. And maybe eight may be a lot, but I mean, at the same time, what do you expect from Justin Fields? Or what do you expect from second year guys? You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. it's like, what, what is that? What is, what do you, what are you really thinking? I think it's just going to be getting wins. Eight wins isn't even a neutral. I mean, eight and nine is like, that's doable if you got a good roster. But uh, swing it on over to Danny. Danny, you got. Something to add on about uh, the Green Bay Packers? I know I was giving a little stink fest. I think their defense is still elite. I think their offense has a lot of question marks. They're yes. either win- they're either winning 10, 10 games or they're winning like five. I don't think there's really anything in between. They're either going to click on all cylinders yeah. or they're going to stink it up. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> no, I, 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 higher, I lean towards the higher side. I think they hit eight wins. All right, so we have two overs. I'm actually the only under, and I think I'm actually the most enthusiastic about this squad. But, Danny, the reason why I – if here's the thing. If – know what? This perfect transition into the Chicago Bears. If Jordan Love, or if Justin Fields, we'll say, is half a good as passer as, like, current Jalen Hurts, that just – he wouldn't – I don't know about an MVP. Or not, I'm not going to say literally half. Let's say like Jalen Hurts light. One thing that also kind of separates the two is that he doesn't have a receiver that's like even as good as Devontae Smith, which is still very hard. He's a top D- DJ, dude, DJ Moore is very good. DJ Moore uh, – apologize. I, I don't think he's as good as Devontae Smith. I think DJ Moore is a wide receiver. He could be the wide receiver one for your squad. He will have a bounce back year. Apologies. All due respect to DJ Moore. Um, but, I mean, we're talking seven and a half wins for this squad. I'm Wait, not really – Two last I'm, year, three? They had three. They had three. They started two and one, I think, and then it got back. One, one of those games was in the mud in a monsoon against the Niners. I'm not – Hey, man, they played in the same condition. It's fair game. It's fair game. That only works when I'm backing up Trey Lance. Uh, but uh, I I don't know. Low key, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be optimistic here. I think the Bears upgraded on defense. They signed my boy T.J. Edwards, who both me and Danny know can get sideline to sideline on the run plays. Who they just did not have that last year. They obviously they overpaid for Edmonds clearly. But, um, you know, after being negative, not negative for two rounds, I took two straight unders. I'm actually going to take them for the over. I think Justin Fields could get eight wins, which would be three more than what he has in his career already. I think this year, because last year you saw the sparks of good ball placement. And I just think with DJ Moore, now, DJ Moore, what everyone calls is your Stephon Diggs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, A.J. Brown was hurt Stephon Diggs. DJ Moore being your Stephon Diggs is uh, not – not no disrespect again, but, you know, that's not it. <laughs> like, these other two dudes were, like, top five, ten receivers. Uh, I But I'm going to go the over here. I like – I've been watching a lot of Justin Fields at Ohio State in the past two days. There's no way he's he cannot be an elite passer. There, no way. This dude re- used to have elite anticipation, and like he still does now. And like his weapons aren't the best, but hey. Uh, nonetheless, I actually want to start with Chris, the Chicago kid. What you what are you what are you thinking about those hometown Bears? This and year and Justin, Fields? I kind of had on uh, Bears colors accidentally almost blue orange almost. Yeah, it's close but, enough. This is more like Knicks colors. You're right. 
the, the mid three. I this is the thing. I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Man. I'm a really big Justin Fields fan, and I hate the Bears. So this this is really mean something coming from me. I I love Justin Fields. I think, and this 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 is probably a hot take. So y'all write this down. I think this is Justin year Justin years. I think this is Justin Fields, Cam Newton, Super Bowl MVP type. Yeah. I is, and I'm gonna tell y'all why. I'm gonna give y'all why. DJ Moore, Claypool, they have something to prove. Claypool, people think he sucks now. So, and I, I mean, he is yeah, sucks, but he, he, I don't think not Everybody thought. So I think him and DJ Moore are gonna have something to prove. I think Justin Fields has something to prove, and I think, like you said, he's been an elite passer before. Now he's been using his legs. If he can just get to seventy percent of what he was at Ohio State as far as passing goes, he'd be around that level because he, he's. Because there would people legitimately be a dual threat quarterback with legitimate options, and I like Cole Komet too. I think he's pretty good. I really like Cole Komet at the tight end. Yeah, I, I like that they. Uh, I'm pretty sure they gave him a new side. little bag. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me of like a. I won't say Mark Andrews, but like I don't know if you guys remember Ty. He, he reminds me of Ty Heap a little bit as far as the safety blanket. So nah, bro. Um, he 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 he, 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 little, he little Heath Miller from Walmart. I, he go. I knew he was going to say Heath hey, Miller. Either way, hey, Heath Miller's Miller's fans Miller. love their Heath Miller, Miller man. man. If I hate the Steelers, Heath Miller's my dude. That's, that's my dude. So, yeah, I, I think Justin Fields has that year this year. It, it, it's like it's probably a reach, probably a hot take. But I think he has that Jalen Brunson type of step forward. Like, he leads the team. Like, he goes from 18 to 25 points a game type of thing. Like, I think he really takes the next step and really, really becomes that dual threat guy that we thought he, that I thought it would be come out of Ohio State. So, are they get so oh, and they saying over, that. Over. Over. Yeah, I was saying, in saying that, they got to get over. Like, they, they yeah. got to get, you know, at least the eight wins. Yeah. Um, I was saying, Danny, I, I, I want your thoughts because, like, I think we're both high on them. I think you are also big on fields, but it's also kind of like what, like, if he were to jump to Cam Newton, MVP Cam level, that's like, oh, he's going to have a top 10 QB season all time. Like, but, hey, Danny, I, I just want to we'll, we'll collect your thoughts so we can wrap up the North because we have – uh, got to run through some stuff. <laughs> Cam Newton had a excellent defense, borderline a Hall of Fame defense behind him. He had two uh, good I, running backs. A, a top five middle linebacker of all time. <laughs> yeah. He had two good running backs. He had a Hall of Fame tight end. He had borderline Hall of Fame wide receiver and Steve Smith. Ready he had ready. a good he, – he had a group around him. Fields doesn't have that. Fields has him and some dudes that are athletic. I'm taking the under, but I think they get seven. Under, but they get set. I the reason I widened my eyes when you said Hall of Famer, I was like, I wasn't the first thing on my mind didn't go to Steve Smith. It went to like Ted Ginn Jr. And I was just like, no. But shout out to Cam for making him like even slightly Wait, relevant. They they also had Kel, wasn't it Kelvin Beecham? They had uh, Jericho Cotri. Oh my god, dude! Cam is different, bro. Cam is. Come on, now, real quick, before we get into the blind ranking, I want to talk about some, uh, you know, just training camp headlines. Uh, obviously, we talked about the thing going down with the Broncos. One topic that I really like about training camp is the iron sharpens iron because there are so many good. Wide receiver corner duos and like, imagine what practice looks like for the Eagles with Slay and AJ going at it all day, and on the other side it's Bradbury and Devontae Smith. That ain't too bad either. The the Jets, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, they're going to be with each other for years. They're just going. It's like, you know, what I'm saying like I, I thought that was pretty cool seeing some clips uh, and all that. But uh, just real quick, um. I wanted to say uh, Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt looks like he's actually getting into some more routes, which no offense to Tennessee, and by no means do they have to do this. They don't prep their guys for the NFL. They prep their guys to win a national championship, which is fine. That That's perfectly fine. You don't have to prep them for the NFL. They go there. Kids go there knowing what it is, and they can leave, honestly, at will at this point. But it's good seeing Jalen Hyatt. He's, he's getting reps on in and out breaking routes, and he's beating defenders up top in, you know, on a concentrated catch on the sideline. Um, I'm very happy for him because I want him to pan out. I think he was just kind of done wrong by the whole process. But, um, Danny, you have the same notifications as I do. I wanted to know if you had anybody who stands out to you uh, at camp. 
one thing I will say, my boy Calvin Austin has been making some great catches in Steelers camp. Oh, uh, the Austin, the, the the Calvin Austin plug. Calvin Austin What's will the... forever get plugged. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've no, I've I've seen some some things going on in Steelers camp. Pretty good outside of George Pickens and Joey Porter got in a fight. Uh, that wasn't so, a fight. Yeah. No, it wasn't what anything like Travis Kelsey was doing, man. He snatched his chain. Pickens yeah, snatched saying, his own saying. teammate's chain. That's yeah, that's insane. That's, 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 that's kind of hard. That's kind of why are you, you wearing a chain? Your own... Yo, you did. You are not it's defending George yes. Pickens in this. Yes, I'm with him. Real. And not only that, and not only that, it was an offensive pass interference. He just shoved the shit out of him. <laughs> was even worried about his route. It was a pass care, play. Bro. Yeah, he don't. And this is why you could take that top ten wide receiver, uh, quarterback wide receiver duel and shove it up your ass because George Pickens is a lunatic who tries to beat up his own teammates. This is Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner at at home. Like, <laughs> come on, man, that's bad. That's bad. That's but Kenny, Kenny Pickett looking husky. Go ahead, Chris. Gain twenty pounds. I don't know if y'all seen it, <laughs> fatty. I don't know if y'all seen it, but that boy eight ball back in that pocket looking real good, running around looking real good. And this time, I don't even have to Photoshop it anymore. Odell Beckham is in a Baltimore Ravens jersey. I know it's three years late. Two years late. I know it is, but I don't care. I don't even have to Photoshop it no more. I see him in that black three with the purple outline, with gold on the purple outline. Ah, I made my day. And then I see Jay Flowers. That's the one right that there. Or come on. I'm so happy to see my boy out there with actually people who could catch the ball and run. And ah, it's just so beautiful to see. And honestly, too, Zay Flowers looks good. He looks good. He looks like he's going to be a guy. A guy. He's wide receiver one. Don't trip. I'm fine with that. If if a ball back there moving around like that, he can throw the ball to me. I won't catch it, but he can throw it to me. Zay Flowers probably catches me. Oh, just like we were talking about, Vikings were running some ones at camp, uh, and Jordan Addison looks good. Um, obviously, Justin Jefferson. There's not a man on this planet that can hold him. Uh, so I'll probably say going into next year. But um, unfortunately, Kirk Cousins will throw the ball on fourth down, short of the sticks, and they won't win the playoff game again. So. It's okay because he's a nice guy. I've seen it. That's such a shame. Yo, Daniel Jones, he's been putting stuff on the money in camp. I'm not going to lie. It might be a every big year. year. Dude, every might year. Be... It's like that every year, dude. I'm not trying to get too hype over training camp. We remember what happened last year when Jalen Rager caught. Oh, my God. I was a... He caught a one-handed fade over Darius Slay. Like, that was that was crazy, bro. I'm trying to just looking through some stuff. Quentin Johnson had a bad day. Didn't he do mm. that against the Patriots last year when they had a like, joint camp? No, it wasn't it. I have no clue. I thought that was against Slay. It could have been against Patriots. I think that's cool. Joint camps are awesome because I I, what I like is so you can get one real preseason game. Like you, your starters can get one real preseason game. Like last year, the Eagles played the Jets. Starters played one drive, got out of there. Now the rest of the preseason games, oh, us and the Dolphins about to play. Let's just have a joint practice. We can get real ones reps there, and we don't. And then we don't even got to play our guys, which the Dolphins still played their guys, and the Eagles got destroyed because there wasn't a starter on that field. But oh my god, the first play of the game was a deep ball underthrown, but you know it's Tyreek Hill, so uh, that happened. But yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. Uh, another look, look, iron sharpens iron. Like Danny said, most underrated cornerback in football, Tyson Campbell and and Calvin Ridley. That's great runs, in my opinion. Like, uh, just all around the league, I like the vibe of training camp. I try not to, like, you know, overreact to any players doing nothing crazy. But training camp's fun. Training camp is low-key one of the best times of the year. Hi, I didn't know Deuce Don't Vaughn sleep. was small of a human, too, after, before watching training camp. Like, I didn't know he was doing that. Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> I, 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 I was six, small. bro. Like, seeing him in – Against other NFL players, I was like, "Oh, this dude is legitimately very, very small." Oh, Hold on, who is the? Yo, we'll keep it in Texas. I'll tell you this: C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell will eventually be a top ten quarterback receiver duo. Mark my word. What was it? You said C.J. Small. C.J. Small. C.J. Stroud. 
and Tank Dell will eventually be a top ten receiver and quarterback duo. That's not, not this happen. year, not next year, never. but eventually, never, 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 wow. never. Tank Dell, never, never. That, 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 here's the thing about being a top ten wide receiver quarterback duo. One of those two got to be top ten. I think he just struck with MVP in his career. That's fine. The other dude has to be top 15 at his position somehow. It's not going to happen. We're in the golden age of receivers. To win MVP, you got to have a receiver going on for 1,200 yards. No, you don't because we just talked about Cam Newton. You don't. You do not have to have a top 10 receiver in the league. Well, CJ Stroud, Stroud is not rushing for 800 yards. And Tank Dell will never be a top 15 receiver. Like, he won't. I'm gonna be honest. I would bet. I would bet on him flaming out before becoming a top 15 receiver. And I'm not saying he's gonna flame flame out. I think he's just gonna be a solid wide receiver. But top 10 QB like wide receiver duo. Like the if you're thinking about those now, like the one that hangs on like by the thread on the back end is like two and him because. Nah, Dak and CD. Dak and CD are both top ten at their position, so it's fine. I think Dak is the ninth or tenth best quarterback in the league. I think CD is the ninth or tenth best receiver in the league. So yeah, they would be directly on the back end. But let's think about let let's think. What's a good example? I'm trying to think of Kirk and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is the fucking man. He's the best wide receiver in the league but kirk is so mid but you'd still put them as a top 10 quarterback wide receiver duo because they're both one is the best in the league one is an average qb but like cj stroud is going to be like a top 10 qb you know seven to ten range and then in tank dell who might tank dell not even go be his wide receiver one for the most of his career probably will be he no he will not he's wide receiver three on this current roster so, and, and Nico Collins is young, and John Mechie, the only reason he just didn't play last year is because unfortunate cancer, but come on, man. Aaron, uh, come on. Tank Dell is wide receiver three on that team alone, my opinion. Actually, I had Jaden Reed over Tank Dell coming out. I was a big Jaden Reed guy, but uh, that's neither here nor there. We have to get to the thick of what this episode was meant to be about, and that is blind ranking the new throwback jersey. So I I have I'm going to write down y'all answers here. Remember, we're blind ranking here. So I'm only giving you one at a time. There's five jerseys. There's five slots. First one we're gonna go with, gonna start out hot. Um actually let me restart this quick. So those who are watching now, you're gonna see I'm going to reenact this for TikTok. So watch this real quick. <clears throat> Let's blind rank the new NFL throwback jerseys. Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that good? I could get into acting. But anyway, uh, we're going to start first jersey up. We're going to start with the Seahawks silver helmets, uh, lighter blue jerseys, I'll say. That's one for me. It's your one? Can you put a, can you put a, picture, can you put a picture up, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of every uh, of every single one of these. Uh, Seahawks throwback jersey. Mm. Trying to find from their photo shoot with a picture of the helmet too. They making this so. They making this so unbelievably difficult. Where are the? Here we go. This is fine. This it's Jamal Adams. Oh, I I like those kind of a little bit. So, so one is like the least worst, and five is the worst. One is yeah, well, yeah. One, one would be the best, and then, and then, yeah, and then five would be the worst. So, Seahawks, Seahawks throwback jersey. Danny has it one, two, and you're gonna go two. Okay, I like that jersey. Seattle, uh, yeah, both gone. Both got them pretty high. All right, next one. Uh, we're gonna cool down like a way bunch. 
we're going to go with the Vikings throwback jerseys that they just introduced this year. I don't know if either of y'all got a look at them, but I can throw quick picture in the chat. If I could ever find an example of one, what is with these teams? Just not posting their, like, photo shoots. The... Uh, here we go. This is kind of like not doing them justice, but whatever. I'll send it to y'all right now. The Minnesota Vikings throwback jerseys. Send y'all a pick. You're going to go four. Danny's going to put them at four. That's what I said. I was like, I, they didn't do much, but I like it. I'm, I'm going to put them at three. I'm going to put them at three. Put them at three? Okay. Okay. All right. And I'm going to find... Picture first. Dang, I, I kind of wish I, I like this one a little bit. It reminds me of Randy Moss time there with Dante Culpepper. A little bit. When he used to wear the turf tape on the like elbow. All right. Throw, throw back to Randy through, Moss, dude. Gonna send through the next one. We have the Tennessee Titans Houston Oiler throwback jerseys coming in next. Hell. Trace. I think these are very great color combination. I think the only reason they're not two for me is because they technically don't say it. (laughs) It's technically not theirs. It it technically is theirs. We we can debate about it right now. It's their. It's it's them. The Houston Oilers are them. Who who do the who does the Oilers belong to? Them. They were the Tennessee Oilers for two years. And that was them. That's like, this is the same argument. If a team gets put in Seattle for the NBA and they don't take the name Supersonics, then anything that has to do with Supersonics ever belongs to the Thunder. Like, they will keep all those records and stuff. That's the difference between that and then, like, the Ravens. Like, Browns became the Ravens, but then the Browns came back. If they became the Cleveland Dogs, and that's completely different. Now the Ravens own all of Browns history, and they get clown for their history but uh let me know if that picture came through or not houston oilers chris throwbacks. yeah danny put them at oh. three. Oh, i hate these i think they're five. Oh wow okay i hate them i, I, I hate them i really do hate these I don't, I don't i don't like the light blue i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it you're not a fan, you're not a fan of the light blue no, no, and I usually yeah, powder I blues, blues, baby. That powder I like the, blue right here. You know what's weird? I don't like this jersey, but I like the Houston Rockets, like light blue Ace Town jersey. I know, it's weird. but I don't. I don't Those like are fire, though. Those are fire. I know what you're talking about. They look similar ish right. enough, you know. Like, the mm-hmm. next one, remember, remember Harden wore the rock that jersey and he looked fat. Yep, that was fat Harden. It was that yeah. fat suit. The next pe- the next jersey that we'll be doing is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers creamsicle jerseys. The classic, I think, what they wore them in the late or eighties, nineties, and then changed it around the two thousands. Dude, um, this is hard because yeah. I don't know if your fifth person pick is Kelly Green. I don't know how many teams release a new uh, uniform because I'm a big fan of these. So I'm gonna put them at two just because I think these are very, very clean uniforms. Danny, something I will say, your list is abysmal, actually. Uh, for blind, Even for blind ranking, I think this is bad. Hence your bad, uh, you know, fashion taste that I said about earlier. Uh, but well, yeah. I, I got these four. Four? Yeah. Good call, my man, because both of y'all, by default, Chris has the Kelly you. Green jerseys at one, and Danny has them at five. And This is bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, Chris knows both. Chris's list: Eagles, the Eagles throwback, Seattle Vikings, Bucks, Oilers. I would probably. I'm a bigger fan of the Oilers one, so I might put that at three. I'm but that's a fire oh. list, and I like the Vikings respect. I really like that uniform. I like. Dude, it reminds blandness. me of the time watching Bears Vikings with my dad, dude, and watch and literally watching Dante Culpepper close his eyes and throw that shit down the field, and watch Randy Moss out of nowhere just catch a run and just do this. I know. 
That, that is what my right. If I, Carter guy. If I could redo the list, I'm doing Seahawks, Eagles, Titans, mm. Vikings, and then Bucks. Put the Bucks last. But you have the Bucks at you. You could have put the Bucks behind the Vikings in this original one. I I didn't know you were going with the Eagles. Uh, basically, you would be putting your two and your five and your five and your two. So, yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Sideline Summit. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, leave a like, head on over to the audio platforms, leave a download, leave a five star rating over there, and vice versa. If you're on the audio platforms already, come on over to the YouTube, subscribe. Leave a like. Make sure you turn on post notifications so you don't miss a single episode. Um, anything to say before we get on out of here? No, nah, man. Y'all have a good one. That's really it. Yeah. AP New Freezer, Culture 2 by Migos, and DC Comics. You guys have a great one. And make sure you tune in next week for our next episode.